The following program is being brought to you on the Voice America Empowerment Channel. For more information about our network and to check out additional show hosts and topics of interest, please visit VoiceAmericaEmpowerment.com. The Voice America Talk Radio Network is the worldwide leader in live Internet talk radio. Visit VoiceAmerica.com. The views and ideas expressed on the following program are strictly those of the host or guests and do not necessarily reflect the views and ideas held by the Voice America Talk Radio Network, its staff, and management. Welcome to New Dimensions with your host, Reverend Nicholas Barrett. Our identities are not labels identifying who we are to others. Rather, they are found in God's riches, His likeness and character. We can discover our true selves and live the way He has intended for us to live. Now, here is Rev. Nicholas Barrett. Good morning, it's Nicholas Barrett. Good morning to everybody. We're going out live, near, far and wide. We're literally going to a worldwide audience and using the advancement of digital technology to be a blessing as opposed to the avenue of addictions and distractions that it can be can be whatever we use in our life is about a decision it's about information we get that can either be used for our detriment or for our benefit so it's about using things in our free will and knowing that curse can parallel blessings very closely and it's only under a fine ballet under the umbrella of awareness that we can then make decisions which will seed us the best quality of life I've got a great title for you today, but I want to give you a little story before we get in with that. A lot of us probably wake up, we're in a routine, we're in a routine of the mundane, and we sometimes just get caught up in this is another day, but it's not another day, and I'll just explain to you why. I was driving to Disneyland early Friday morning. For a little bit of leisure, I sometimes go whenever too old to be a child and to enjoy these rides. They're magnificently done and designed. So I was driving on a carriageway of a freeway or a a motorway, depending where you are in the world, and a car about 50 feet in front of me goes sideways across the freeway. In other words, they drive laterally across the freeway. It hits several cars, causing an SUV to rise up by about 12 feet into the air and land on top of another car. This other car was right in front of my car. Miraculously, and it is miraculously, my vehicle was untouched. The question I ask us today is how many times have we escaped death and not known? It could be while driving on the roads, it could be while taking an airplane flight to a destination, a hiccup, a violent act around us, or a thunderstorm, or any unforeseen thing that we haven't seen. There are so many reasons that we can label ourselves today victors and overcomers, But none really is more evidenced in the moment you and I are in at the moment. We all stand because we've overcome everything that's passed. We stand where we are by virtue of all of these moments working for us and together. And I just want to give God the glory for that. This is not another day. And if we open our minds from information, either seen information or audio information, and it's positive information that we make a choice in our free will, we can very often see out of the forest We can then see really the day for what it is. We can see our children differently, our husbands and wives differently, our opportunities differently. And it's all because we've taken a perspective change. So there's a reason for this 
beginning. I, I believe I'm speaking to someone wherever you are in the world that needed to hear this. It's not just another day. You are far greater. You've overcome. But it's, it's not so much we should be grateful to God for what we know we've overcome. Very often, it's the things we haven't seen that have been miraculous. So we need the mundane for the miraculous. And I repeat that again. We need the mundane for the miraculous. It's out of that routine that the mundane becomes evidenced, whether it's a brick that then founds a whole uh, town or whether it's a little propeller that can float the QE2, the largest, one of the largest vessels in the world. We need that small to get to the big. But I'll get on to the title now of this week's show, Seek Wise Counsel. It's an exciting title. I've been praying on this title. It's been on my heart to present this to, to us. You know, life can present you and me with many challenges and decisions, and they're not easy to make on our own. We're deluged with information from all corners. We have television shows, friends. The Internet is full of advice claiming to be the latest answer to our dilemma. How many times have you attended a personal growth seminar, finished a self-help audio course, or listened to a motivational speaker that claim that if you follow these simple steps, you too can have a dream. You can have planes, trains, and automobiles. It sounds idyllic, and it's something very often that's sold to us and something that skews us to believe that it's actually true. In our human nature, we're misled to believe that we can control our lives. Somehow we have a magical touch that we can control it, we can find a magic formula to have all that society has led us to believe is the answer to our search to what we're seeking. In short, we've been paradigmed or molded to believe that we can somehow think it and create it in our mind. The truth is that many people, once they complete a self-improvement course or listen to a speaker that tells them they can create it all, all they want and more, they find they're somewhat more confused than, than before they went on this course or heard the speaker. And they go back to square one, and then it perpetuates in search of the next latest and greatest seminar. I have people that I, that I meet that have attended dozens and dozens and dozens of seminars, but are still faced with the same walls. Sometimes we must learn mountains are to climb, other times we must learn mountains are to move. And this message again was for somebody. Maybe it's our assumption about what produces change that is fundamentally wrong. Maybe it's this assumption that gives us a wrong skew. The general pattern is this, is that we receive information, whether it's visual or audio, we then attach motivation to that information, which we then think will bring us the change that we're seeking. To most people, this would make utmost sense. I mean, it did to me. If you know what to do and how to do it, and if you're motivated, this can be positively or negatively isn't that all you need to take the appropriate action? This is clearly not the case. As if it were, all our resolutions would work. We would have no problems. We would have no other seeking because all of these questions would be answered in these simple, simple seminars and books. We would not text while we're driving. Diseases would be cut in half as we would not rely on pharmacology, which merely masks it but the common sense to change the diet and the lifestyle that have perpetuated and created these conditions in the first place. So our way of living today is based off a collective societally conditioned mind 
this becomes deeply ingrained in us as we as we live, as we go on as children and as adults. It's very deeply ingrained. It becomes part of our makeup, becomes part of our being, so that it needs to be stripped. We need to strip away before we can fill a new way of thinking to create a new way of living. Very simply, we need to put in new things. You need to move out the old. If we're remodeling a house, we need to move everything out of that house, paint it and remodel it, and then bring everything back into it. So we need to strip the mind of its conditioned mind. In other words, strip you of the mind that you've been conditioned to. The reality is that we are all seeking opinions, you know, ways to do things better or more effectively to get better results. Wherever we are in the world, we have that commonality. We don't just want to live. We want to do things better. We have a a more effective life and ultimately a, a better journey, better results from that life. That's the common denominator. But we're bombarded with all of this information and in our unaware state, which is most of us, because we mostly follow a societal paradigm, we take on board all these things we hear as being our truths. We take on board the things the media tells us, the things the doctor tells us, the things the motivational speaker tells us, the things TV shows tell us. And because of their popularity, sometimes we are swayed to to go with that. So we need to fundamentally change our beliefs so that we can change the two fundamentals to making lasting change in our lives which are our emotions and our behavioral patterns. You know, beliefs are nothing more than thoughts that we've had about reality that we're convinced is true. They are, for us, accurate statements about reality. What we hear, we hear it a lot, we believe it's true. Therefore, your beliefs will then mold your behavior, those mold your emotions and your attitudes. Some mistaken beliefs can include things like, I'm not good enough, mistakes and failures are bad, I'm not capable, I'll never make it, I'm a single mother, or my wife left me, or I lost my business. This thought process would mean that you are always looking for advice that you think will be the solution to the situational circumstance in your life. And this is the danger. When we're not centered in God, we're always swayed by our culture popular news media, popular opinion, other people's acceptance, the media's whims and fancies, everything's coming in and out. So we're dependent upon a constant flux and clinging to try and get information because there's confusion. When we have our spiritual identity sorted out, gone gone is the attack of the enemy. So now repeat that again. When we have our spiritual identity circumstances will no longer bother you because you have a formula. You have a formula and a master plan that you're walking out to. Very simply, if a plane has a uh, air traffic control has given it a radar to go from Australia to London, if it's one nautical degree off, it'll end up in China. And that's how a lot of us live our lives out because we're depending upon recycled information, often from the wrong sources that are trying to get you on board with their programs or their courses or what they think you should do in your life. And Proverbs 15.22 tells us, plans fail for lack of counsel, but with many advisors they succeed. So very simply, without counsel, purposes are disappointed, your results are, are not met. If a man determines and resolves upon a matter and only hastily and precipitously goes about it without mature deliberation, without consulting with himself, 
and taking the advice of others and forming a scheme to bring about designs, this really means that you should seek the right counsel, not from worldly counsel that's in a flux trying to get you on board. They're pushing opinions on you or concepts on you, but it's assisting you to connect to God's plan for your life. That's the huge difference. When we're on the master plan, we're on that radar that we know we're going to land in London, not in China. So many of us are in this flux and we're often going in the wrong direction. But we're about to take a break. We're going to talk more about discernment in seeking counsel. And we're going to continue on this great journey. Thank you for joining me this morning, wherever you are. I love you and appreciate you. And I will talk to you after the break. We're making it easier to listen to the Voice America Talk Radio Network live wherever you go on iPhone, BlackBerry, or Android. Download it from the Apple iTunes App Store, BlackBerry App World, or Android Market. Where can you listen to some of the world's top life coaches ready to share success tips and entrepreneurial guidance? The Voice America Empowerment Channel will do just that. Hear about personal growth, building a better business, inspirational life stories, and personal branding. You'll find it every day at VoiceAmericaEmpowerment.com. The Voice America Empowerment Channel. It's your world. Motivate. Change. Succeed. How do you define work? Is it that mundane Monday through Friday place that seems to be sucking a third of your life out of you? Or have you made it a place of personal fulfillment, achievement, and purpose? If you are looking to make your work life the latter, tune in to Working on Purpose with Elise Cortez. There are all kinds of inspiring work-life stories told by people who have made work something to look forward to every day. Working on Purpose can be heard every Wednesday at 6 p.m. Eastern Time, 3 p.m. Pacific on Voice America Empowerment. Live up to your fullest potential. This is the Voice America Empowerment Channel. tuned in to New Dimensions. To reach Reverend Nicholas or his guest today, please call in to 1-888-346-9141. That's 1-888-346-9141. You may also send an email to nbarrett28 at yahoo.com. Now, back to New Dimensions. Welcome back to the second segment. We're going out live, whether I'm speaking to one person worldwide or 100,000 people. I'm grateful for your time. I'm grateful that we've come to join on this and giving me the opportunity to give you really God's word in this. Previous segment is why we should seek counsel from something that's stable, not something that withers or the trends of the media or something trying to get you on board with an agenda. So Romans tells us, do not be so well adjusted to your culture that you fit in without even thinking. Instead, fix your attention on God. You'll be changed from the inside out. Readily recognize what he wants to do and quickly respond to it. Unlike the culture around you, always dragging you down to its level of immaturity, God brings the best out of you. So we must really be not conformed to this world, but be transformed during the mind. So what this really means is do not follow fashions, do not follow trends or other people. 
it's important that you know your own identity and your own, you know your own plan to be effective. We are very ineffective if we really conform to the culture all around us because most of the problems we have have been created by our ego, which is separation, which is culture. The key really is not wasting our lives with this kind of success just to, to get onto the bandwagon for the next latest and greatest. The key is getting the best out of your life. And I, I want to really talk about how if we change our mindset to seeking advice and counsel, how that changes. The transformation is not just external. And I point this out for one reason. When we make, when we make a change internally, our external changes. You know, the advice we get changes, the things we look to change. You can avoid all types of worldly behaviors if you transform. So it's by, not by switching from one to-do list to another to-do list of the world, but it's about changing the way you look at things, which translates to the way you walk your life out. You'll be transformed from the inside out, which means you'll no longer look at life the same, be motivated by the same things, or have the same desires or goals. So transformation is profound. It's from the inside out. And when you change the way you look at things, the things you see very simply change. Let's take a closer look together about how our human advice is formed. How is the advice that we're given, how is that sourced? When we connect to our maker or God, we're in a true state of being, which is our true potentiality. This connectedness is your avenue to unlimited potential, creativity, joy, no fear. You're created for it to be all who you're meant to be with no perceived hindrances or obstacles to get to where you want to go. When you have your identity, you can accomplish all that's been set in your lifespan. You have access to eternal potential for all that it was, all that it is, and all that it will be. The closer you connect to the spirit of being, the closer you get to being your true self. This means that you're able to connect to all your potential in this state of connectedness. When we have our identity in God, we're no longer dependent upon objects or seeing things around us. In separation, we're always influenced by things outside of ourselves, which means the changes of circumstances, people, and things. In separation, we simply live a life to seek the approval or acceptance of others. The things we do, they always have a motivation, and they're always motivated by the response we get from what we're doing. We're therefore fear-based, not faith-based. When you're dependent upon outside sources because we can't control them, it predicates fear. Faith is something that I'm doing because I know that I'm going where I need to be going. So we feel an intense desire to control things when we're living in our ego. It's a need to win or to feel powerful. All of these needs, whether they're approval, control, or power, are all based on fear these things are not sourced from power and the spirit that has been given to us, which is really real, eternal, lasting power. Think about it. If you didn't have fear, you wouldn't need the approval of others or you wouldn't need to control situations. There would be no struggle as you would be aligned with your creator and you would know that your journey would be provided for. So all of our struggles are created from the ego, which is our societally conditioned hallucination. The ego in itself is our self-contained reality. It's our social disguise. It predicates the need to control behaviors for approval, 
when this state is is carried out, you're living in fear. But your true self, a spirit, is immune to these things. It's not fearful to these circumstances and feels inferior to no one. Even though you feel equal, you're not arrogant, but instead humble because you know that you're connected to 7 billion people who are all equal to you and made in God's likeness and image. This gives you a feeling of deep calm as you're aligned with all creation. You're in being, you've got nothing to prove to others. You're fearless and know that your journey is provided for. So pure power doesn't waver. It doesn't change from day to day. It doesn't have fluxes. So we need to disattach from our ego to be dependent and on a desperate way to attach ourselves to a job, a title, or salary. The power comes from you know, prestige or income, all of these things are temporal and ego-based. When they go away, they're elusive because you need to find them all over again. But when you're walking in being, in the spirit, it draws all the things you need. And this will piggyback onto advice at the moment. All the things you need and all the people you need to ultimately get you to where you want to go. It exponentially develops to draw an abundance and everything that's pre-designed for your life. You'll walk smoothly and flow with purpose. You have togetherness with people because you're living in a state of love. So God is always your access to this. And I'll cover this more in a podcast that I'm working on called Vision. But let's talk about more about why we should be discerning with the advice that we're seeking. Most people's advice they give you is skewed, and I'll explain to you this how this works. We're all born with no previous experience. As we begin to live, we're exposed to our environment, which includes human interactions, media, societal norms, beliefs, and patterns. All of this living gets stored and edited into our own personal reality. Whether that's true or false, it becomes our rights and wrongs, the things we think we can do or can't do. In short, we're walking with our own edit, our own film. This is the cause of all limitations, and unless checked, it gives us a life of limitation falsely believed. When we live by the flesh, we're in our false self, and we're not in the image created for our lives. However, many of us will seek advice from media, from friends, from websites, and use this information to make life-changing decisions. And this can really skew where we're going, it's a path. So all of this piggybacks on how thoughts are formed, but if you're getting advice from the wrong form, it's going to be based upon their previous experiences and interpretations. Very simply, if we ask somebody about a relationship and they've had several failed marriages, and friends do this all the time, they'll give you an idea that it's no good, or about moving a career and going into another field, they'll give you all their fears about why things have gone wrong and things won't work out, but it so turns out that they've been through that themselves. If they've had a child that's gone wayward, they'll tell you, well, don't have children. But what they failed to tell you was they didn't set good boundaries or they were a wrong example, not a good example to their child. So you see how dangerous this can be not to be discerning about where you get your information, your advice from. So I'll give you a couple of examples. You're so young, you've got all the time in the world. This is often said to many, many people. You don't. In our youth, we have freedom to make more mistakes because we grow through mistakes. 
you have time to test the water. But remember, the more time you spend testing the water in the wilderness, the longer it will take to get to your destiny. So you should love and enjoy your youth, but don't let it be a, a, a time to be indolent or ex- be an excuse to procrastinate. A lot of this advice is given to younger people. Another one is don't say no. You know, most people hate saying no, especially to close friends, but sometimes saying no is necessary. It's establishing your boundaries and position commands far more respect than being the one who's always like a doormat saying yes to everything. People that give you this advice are just trying to tell you to always be the person that they think you should be, which is easier to accomplish even if sometimes you have to tell them no. So very simply... It's good to say no, but you need to be discerning when, when to say no and when to say yes. You have to work really hard to succeed. That's otherworldly advice. You know, this may be true in part, but there is a balance. Life should be joyful. It should be a joyful journey of revelation and, and unfolding blessings. You know, people misinterpret the comment above about I should work 24-7 and leave no room for any leisure or family in order to succeed. You know, it's to the contrary. Many people are working smarter. They're working effectively and they're aligned with their plan and they have plenty of time for family, plenty of time to do all the things they need to do. They don't live to work, but work is part of their life. So we must not be a slave in in bondage. We always have a choice with what we do. We only enslave ourselves to it because our mind has put us there. Very often through the wrong advice very often through the wrong advice. But when you're going to purpose, you will have all the fruit in your life and you will have time to take a Sabbath. You will have time to take time off. It's the quality of life. God wants us to be effective Christians, not worn down, broken down, efficient ones, because that doesn't get the job done because you could be very simply walking around in the same circle. Another advice is think about your dream job and go after it. You know, there's nothing wrong in having the ideal job in mind. But the word dream, I believe, should be dropped. The reality is even if you're living the job you've always wanted, there's going to be challenging days. There's going to be smooth days. In fact, any job or career, even in ministry, it will have highs and lows, frustrations and stresses. So the key really for being fulfilled is to be grateful for what you have, seek meaning in all you do, and strive to help people more and more. You can manifest God's master plan for individual life. You'll be energized, look forward to each day as a gift, be loving towards other people, and have a deep feeling of joy and accomplishment. In short, there's nothing really that beats the feeling of being connected to the original plan for you. You know, you may get a dream job, but you find as you move along, you may need to reinvent yourself many, many times. So it's not, life is a series of steps. The step we're in now We're not training to be in that step. We're training for the next step. Very often, we need to break free of the bondage that's keeping us stuck where we are. We're actually moving forward to prepare for the next level, for the next season in life. It's changing all the time. New circumstances, new seasons, new days, new years, and new stewardship of new things. We're about to take a break we will recap more and then we'll talk in the second in the third segment about how getting wrong advice can really steer you away from what's best from your master plan enjoy the break
Now you don't have to stay linked to your desktop or laptop. Take Voice America on the go and listen anywhere. Get our mobile app for iPhone, BlackBerry, or Android at the Apple iTunes App Store, BlackBerry App World, or Android Market. When is the last time you saw sparkles of life in your day? Each day holds a treasure, the extra in the ordinary. It is too easy to miss them because they're familiar and we take them for granted. If you want to add sparkle to your day, listen to Mighty Gems, spotlighting everyday jewels with Dee Lee. She offers a new way to view the world and to discover your own Mighty Gems in daily life. Listen Fridays at 11 a.m. Pacific Time, 2 p.m. Eastern Time on the Voice America Empowerment Channel. Are you happy in your life or are you just settling? It's time to speak out, take control of your existence, and let your life speak. Bart Queen is the host of A Hero's Journey. His personal goal is to help you find your voice, use that voice, and live the life that you deserve to live. Do more, be more, and give more. Tune in to A Hero's Journey on the Voice America Empowerment Channel, live every Monday at 9 a.m. Pacific Time, 12 noon Eastern Time. You owe it to yourself to tune in and make your voice count. Follow us on Twitter for more great ideas at Voice America Empowerment. You are tuned in to New Dimensions. To reach Reverend Nicholas or his guests today, please call in to 1-888-346-9141. That's 1-888-346-9141. You may also send an email to nbarrett28 at yahoo.com. Now, back to New Dimensions. Good morning. Welcome back to the third segment. We were talking about discernment and seeking advice. So very often, the things we avoid are the things really that God wants us to do. So the step we're in at the moment is not the one we should be staying in. And I'll explain to you my story briefly on this. I was a nutritionist for a number of years, and then in 2008, entered actually ministry in 2006, And then for the last 10 years, I've been studying psychology. I never intended really to be a speaker, a pastor. I I came for selfish gain, which was acting and other things. And I've now got a book coming out in August. We need to break free. And this message will be for somebody. Very often the things that we've taken on board as our dream jobs, which are given advice really from people that have labeled on us, we've taken it as our reality. And that very often can skew us away from where we're going. Very simply, um, a caterpillar turns into a butterfly, so you will metamorphosize. And I talked about in the beginning of the second segment about how transformation is from the inside out when you change internally what you focus on. In other words, if you're focused on God and transforming and renewing the mind, externally it'll change. So your possibilities will change from that. So for me now, it's, you know, it's psychology, it's helping people writing books, traveling and speaking in churches or wherever I'm, I'm speaking, obviously, at this moment in time on this live podcast. So do not set limits by advice that you may have been given that was wrong advice, because very often this advice has been given to you by someone who's conforming to the world, but they're only really sharing with you their limitations. You must speak to somebody who's open and tries to get you with God's plan for your life, not with what they think you should do based upon their past, previous editing of their experiences. And this will be for other people too. 
your parents can sometimes set us limitations or lead us to places that to do things that they were fearful of doing. There was a story about a, a, a basketball player that was pushed to play basketball because his father was never brave enough or fearful. He was fearful to actually do the career himself, so he always stayed behind the sidelines, and then he's pushing his son to do that. There's a story about a tennis player, and I'll not mention the name. It's a famous tennis player. His father pushed him to be a big star tennis player and bezeled $50 million from him. And it was really a, a nasty situation. There was a female inv- a tennis player as well. But I will not sh- mention names for legal purposes. So we must be careful where the, ad- the motive for the advice. This is what I'm trying to say. The motive of the dev- advice, it must be from the right counsel. Matthew tells us, Matthew 25, For it will be like a man going on a journey who called his servants and entrusted them to his property. To one he gave five talents, to another two, to another one, to each according to their ability. Then he went away. He who had received the five talents went at once and traded them, and he made five more. So he who also had two talents made two talents more, but he who had received one talent went and dug, dug it into the ground and hid his master's money. So very simply, it's making the most of the opportunities you have and multiplying those. And doesn't mean financially, contrary to what most, what may be modeled by a lot of best-selling televangelists, the parable doesn't justify a gospel of economic prosperity, but it actually challenges us to emulate the master by using all that God has given us for the purposes of growing the kingdom. It's about using your abilities and talents doesn't mean making more money necessarily. It means using opportunities to grow people, making sound decisions, being open to opportunities as they often lead to way greater things than we see now. You know, it's in this awareness that life is the gift and it's what you then become that becomes your gift back to God. You know, God's not concerned with who we are, but he's concerned more about who we can become. We must move away from the focus of money as this will often prevent us from moving forward with God's plan for your life. I'm not saying that God's plan will not make you very wealthy. It might, but it will give you the best plan for you because it was made for you. So we must move away from looking at, well, is this the best financial decision? Because that decision, even though it may make the most money, will it bring you the most happiness in your personal life, in your marriage? And ultimately, as you get older, will this bring you the most reward, the most satisfaction? But if it's not your plan, as I say, it's like a fish out of water. Yes, you may have jewelry and diamonds, but anything that thieves can destroy or, or you know, moths can rot is not, is not something we should really be fixing our eyes on. We must really fix our eyes on what's unseen because what's seen is very temporal, but what is unseen is eternal, is longer lasting. So let's take another look about Advice. Advice from media can be unhelpful advice. We're talking more about worldly advice, how this can really skew us to believing that it's the right thing for us to do. So researchers have tallied up scientific advice offered by popular US TV programs. The Dr. Oz show and the doctors and have found that half of it was wrong and had no evidence behind it. You know, I'm not surprised, but with both shows attracting huge audiences, this is why I talked about conform, not conforming to the world earlier. This is how all this is making shape now. 
they have 2.7 million people. It's disappointing that a show that attracts so many people that this is the result. So this is an article from the 20th of December 2014. It's a team of researchers from the University of Alberta in Canada. They came up with a number after watching random episodes and investigating 475 recommendations. The Dr. Oz show and 445 from the doctors. Their research showed us that on average, the shows give their viewers around 12 different recommendations per episode, but only half of them are supported by research. The other half are either baseless or actually contradict what's the best available science tells us. These results were published in a magazine, the British Medical Journal. So I'm going to come back more into conforming to the world now. When we get wrapped up in the world, in its advice and its contradictions, in its promises, then we'll soon become as the world is. You know, when we think like the world, we'll act like the world. We'll guide others in the paradigms that the world guides us. We can't continue to seek worldly advice from worldly people who aren't stronger in their faith than us and expect different results, different spiritual outcomes. It doesn't work that way. We do, however, have the ability to choose and seek godly counsel in the first place. And in order to do that, we need to know in our own spirit internally who these people are. And I found that God will always supply you with the right counsel, someone who you're able to trust and confide in and turn to and know that they'll guide you in an open, loving way, not in the world's views, but in what's best for you, without limitations put on you, without telling you you can't do this or you can't do that, without telling you you're fat or you're the wrong color to do this. They'll have an openness about them because it will not be prejudiced. It'll be not ego-based. It'll be based in love. I believe that if you follow that path, you'll get more of the results you want because very simply, you'll be looking at different advice in a different way. So when God wants to give you a message, he can deliver it through people. And I found in my life, always, it's not a coincidence or an incident. I'm always used at the right time. And Proverbs tells us where there's no counsel, the people will fail. But a multitude of counselors, there is safety. So very simply, when we have discerning counsel, people giving us loving advice, not based upon advice they've want us to, and we can translate this sometimes to marriages. Husbands will give advice to wives about the clothes they should wear. And if they're insecure, they'll put them in long pants, maybe in unattractive clothes. And this again would be a message for somebody. Be careful of advice that's, as I say, styming the person you want to be. Very often people are trying to change us with the advice. You know, parents mold children, husbands and wives mold each other and even people we work with. So they're trying to get an agenda. Loving advice is open. It's trying to get with you, not get them to be with you. It's very different. When I'm getting with someone, I'm open to what the best thing is for them. But when I'm trying to get them to be with me, very simply, I'm trying to get them on board with what I'm doing. For those of us that really entered a truly spirit-filled life and we know where God is leading our life in the direction that he wants us to go, one of the first things that you will find happening in your own walk and growth is that you'll start to weed out people that he doesn't want in your life. You'll start to weed out the people that are bringing you down, the negative people, people that are abusing you with their words or minimizing you. 
And those people will be removed. It's very simple. You'll have a higher awareness. Sometimes it may mean you may remain without friends for a short time. So you can focus totally on healing, focus on God and on that relationship. And there may be times when the type of friend given to you is one very simply that's not one you need, but this will be an example. So we learn from people, you know, when Jane breaks your heart, he'll send you Denise. And when Denise breaks your heart, he'll send you Sally, because very simply it'll focus you away from other people to look at yourself. What is it in me that needs healing? So very simply, we heal through other people. We heal through relationships. It gives us opportunities. God gives us opportunities through people to train us. If someone is abusing us, it could be verbally, mentally, or by the way they're treating us. It doesn't always have to be physically. Sometimes words said are far greater than acts of violence. This can be spiritually draining, and it can malnourish your spirit because it'll, it'll drain you of all that you have. It'll drain you of all your energy. Very simply, if you're playing a, a game on a computer as opposed to using it for business, this game drains it much more. So we must be careful about the power, about the energy we're giving other people. You'll learn to discern and walk with wise people who are loving. You'll be able to see those people more clearly. Very simply, your future will look like your friends. So just be very careful that you're spiritually yoked the same way. Otherwise, you will be, you'll be led on the wrong path. You'll be tired and beaten up and also very negative because all the advice you've been given will be designed to keep you maybe less successful than the person or designed to keep you single if they're single or designed to keep you in a bad marriage because misery, misery attracts misery. So we need to be discerning. You know, Adam take God's advice. He took Eve's advice. And hence, we had the, the beginning of separation. Samson picked the wrong girlfriend and ended up losing his strength and eyesight and life. Saul lost his position as king because he chose to do as the people wanted rather than obey the Lord's commandments to destroy the Amalekites. And, you know, a seven-day journey took 40 years because people were in rebellion to God. This is the walk to the promised land. That was based off wrong advice. Even the, uh, the messengers that were sent out, the 10 spies who went to the promised land, they didn't do as Joshua and Caleb and were aroused by a fear about, you know, amongst people around them. So you must really be careful. But we're about to take a break. We're going to look at some takeouts from this week's show. And I'll be back with you very, very soon. Become our friend on Facebook. Post your thoughts about our shows and network on our timeline. Visit Facebook.com forward slash Voice America. Are you ready for a health, life, and empowerment show in one? Then be sure to listen every week for Living Well with Ann Beal. Ann takes her long-running TV show to the Internet Talk Radio Airwaves with guest experts and insight designed to help you live a healthy and successful life. By hearing from the experts and those who have found success, our goal is that you too will be motivated to do the same. Living Well with Ann Beal can be heard every Wednesday at 10 a.m. Eastern Time, 7 a.m. Pacific on the Voice America Empowerment Channel. Do you have complete control over your thoughts and your life? 
It seems like we do, but there are always outside forces that are wreaking havoc with that control. How do we get our thoughts back on track, so to speak? Listen for help. My thoughts are holding me hostage with Dr. Jeffrey Fannin. When you command the power of thought, you can achieve or have whatever you want. Make the laws of the universe work for you. Tune in every Friday at 10 a.m. Pacific Time, 1 p.m. Eastern Time on the Voice America Empowerment Channel. Follow us on Twitter at VoiceAmericaTRN. Get the lowdown on guests, new shows, and your favorites. That's VoiceAmericaTRN. are tuned in to New Dimensions. To reach Reverend Nicholas or his guests today, please call in to 1-888-346-9141. That's 1-888-346-9141. You may also send an email to nbarrett28 at yahoo.com. Now, back to New Dimensions. Hello, we're back on the fourth segment, the final segment, which is the beginning, really, of the next, because what we learn in here, we go to application. Knowledge is only becomes wisdom. We get information, we get knowledge, wisdom's the application of that. So we were discussing how wrong decisions, even those things we went back to a few biblical characters. To recap on that, Simon Peter's exposure to those who are not believers pressured him to denying the Lord three times. The journey to the promised land, as they took 40 years, because this was based upon advice, people were speaking amongst themselves and going against, you know, the path that was set by God. So to look at this, too many take the wrong advice. We take the wrong advice from what we hear from TV personalities, social services, and many other sources that are not offering good godly advice, but a social paradigm. Without question, they heed the advice given and never consider whether it's the best advice for their plan. We just do it because we're told to do it. And we figure if more people are doing it or more people are hearing it, that it's the right thing for us to do. But most of this advice turns out to do more harm than good. Do not let your life go on so long based upon the wrong advice. If things are not working right now, it doesn't matter before, we, the potential's always in the front. When we look at behind, we minimize. We get the rear view mirror, but we're minimizing the potential that's always in front. We, we can make a decision to bring unhealthy people out of our lives. We can make a decision to be alone, to heal, or make a decision to surround ourselves with friends that are always supporting us. So be aware, open your ears to the advice you're being given. We need to develop an awareness of what we're hearing and what we're seeing so the information we collect is different and therefore the wisdom, the application will be different. So to change your life, you have to change the things you see and the things you hear. Do not be conformed to your habits, to your habits of living. It becomes like living in a forest. We get blind to all the things around us. And very often we even hear friends saying this, you know, I saw for how many years this, this lady was being abused by her husband. Have you heard how he talks to her or have you heard how he treats the children? Very often when we're in something, because we're in that routine or mundane, we're molded, we're paradigm. Very often we settle for that life because the advice we've been given is that we're no better. Our mind 
we have three things to contend with. We have our the society around us, what people are saying. We have our accuser, which is the most dangerous, which is our mind. And we have God's advice. So very simply, our mind is the enemy because what people say, very simply, is not what you should do. It's what your connection to God and your personal relationship is telling you. So it's the mind that's the battleground. So we need to conform. And that's why in the second segment, it may have sounded out of place at the time because I did take a break in the middle of what I was discussing. But it all piggybacks to that. It's not about be, be ye transformed by the renewing of your mind. So what you see is pleasing to God. If it's pleasing to God, it would be pleasing to you because we know he loves you. The whole idea of Easter is he sent his son so you can have a better life to bring the separation, to break the separation down that was made from the first Adam so you can walk conjoined and walk in relationship to him. So very simply, if I'm relying on a love that's here yesterday, today, and forevermore, that's not with an agenda, that's unconditional, I can put my faith and hope in that advice to know it's the right advice for me. So whoever's listening to this, if you're in a hard relationship or an abusive relationship, or if you're around friends who are always dragging you down to their lowest level, be aware of that. Because if we're not aware, we'll continue to seek the same counsel, but that's not wise counsel. That's just counsel that we've taken on board as being real, as we falsely label ourselves to be, and that's restricting our life. Be, be not conformed to, to that. Have to really change that and really looking at takeouts of all of this, you know, most importantly for, for step one, I'd pray for God's guidance in finding the right person. When we step in faith and we ask God to lead us to the right person, we must have in mind the right type of person we're looking for, their background or their level of dedication or intelligence. So we must not look at the world's way of finding a mentor. We must find a mentor that has a passion and a heart for building other people. So really pray for people to come into your life that are loving and open, that are not coming with anger or with an agenda or getting together with other people who are divorced and you know how they sit in a room and it's all about accusing the exes. That's unhealthy advice. You want to get in with healthy people that are saying, look, I've had a past. I know I've had a past, but let's not label ourselves with the past. Let's use the past to grow. All of these people in our past were only acting out their level of brokenness because nobody does something to you. They're merely mirroring their internal. An internal revelation becomes their external manifestation. So what they're bringing out is what they have from within. So develop awareness of those around you. A good counselor and a good mentor is someone who's marked for their wisdom and insight over matters that cause many people to fail in dealing with these issues. So I believe a wise person has been battle-scarred. They've been through a lot. So you need to test your relationship with these people in time. And I would say be with people who have been through a lot but have maintained their faith. And I'll repeat this again. Surround yourself with people who have been through a lot but maintain their faith. That means they're positively working through that. That means they can give you advice that will give you light in the matter, not darkness. Because when we need advice, we need something that's going to lift us up, something that's going to build us up, that's going to take us from where we are and move us forward. So if it's coming from a worldly 
limitation, it's only going to keep you stuck. It'll keep you stuck focusing on the problem rather than, than actually getting unstuck and focusing on the solution. So I would say confirm with your counselor that they play this significant role in your life. In other words, only go to certain people. Do not ask five friends because very often we can ask Tom, Bob, Sally, Jane, and Allie. And by the time we've asked five people, we get diluted. We, we get confused. We get confused. So we need to have knowledge. You know, a mentor is knowledgeable about the word of God, but he's well acquainted with things in life has a round roundness to him wisdom how are you conducting your life if i want to find out about relationships i would ask someone who has had a successful marriage who will tell you we've had yes we've had a lot of trouble but we've stayed together because we have not held grudges or we've not tried to win battles we've tried to build each other up so seek people with experience good advice has come from Life experiences, they've proven his and her perseverance. Perseverance, you know, resist following the advice of a new person, newly to faith, someone who's just going from thing to thing. So when, in truthfulness, some, a, a good mentor who speaks the, the truth to you, if they tell you you need to share more or they tell you you need to brush, wash your shoes or go to an interview prepared differently, they'll not hide that from you because they're trying to be popular, but they'll give it to you because they're trying to help you. Very often people are trying to be popular and they'll tell you what they want you to hear to, to maintain that popularity. Someone with integrity, someone with compassion, their love towards other people, whether they gossip, whether they backstab, their speech and actions towards other people really reflect what they are inside. So seek advice of someone who's building and compassionate to others around them. Integrity. Look at people that lead, lead an upstanding life. And of course, their reputation, you know, the, the reputations by making everyday choices that reflect the way they live their life out, make great efforts to have that influence in your life. It's been great talking to you. I hope this has helped you with advice. I hope you, you go into things clearly. It's better not to get any advice than to get the wrong advice at all. So I would be discerning. You are an overcomer. You are here. Greater things are here for you. We must change the mind so we can refocus what's coming into us. So what is different coming out of us? I love you very much. I'll see you for the next podcast, which will be Vision. And it's been great talking to you. Have a wonderful week. Thank you for tuning in to this week's edition of New Dimensions. Please join Reverend Nicholas Barrett again next Wednesday morning at 11 a.m. Eastern Time, 8 a.m. Pacific Time on the Voice America Empowerment Channel. Have a blessed week. Thanks again for listening to the preceding program brought to you on the Voice America Empowerment Channel. For more information about our network and to check out additional show hosts and topics of interest, please visit VoiceAmericaEmpowerment.com. The Voice America Talk Radio Network is the worldwide leader in live Internet talk radio. Visit VoiceAmerica.com. The views and ideas expressed on the preceding program are strictly those of the host or guests and do not necessarily reflect the views and ideas held by the Voice America Talk Radio Network, its staff, and management.